0: for some discussion of transphobia and homophobia. You know, why people like sports anime can be for so many different reasons, but I think it would suffice to say that, um, in this podcast, I guess I kind of want to, of course, for my Western, currently, as of the recording, which is, um, 2021, perspective, sort of examine why sports anime is considered gay. Like, the term sports anime is gay, or the inherent homoeroticism of sports anime, That's the sort of thing that you hear a lot, sports anime circles in general. Like, I think there's an, um, I do believe there's an entire uh, subreddit uh, based on gay sports animes. Basically with this project, I'm going to be looking at um, different anime through the years, the trends of queer representation in sports anime and how it garnered its reputation that it has today as, homoerotic fodder for a female audience. A bit of background. What even is sports anime? Sports anime is so difficult to like define because even the definition of sports is just an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. 1928's Animal Olympic Games, directed by Yasuji Murata and inspired by the Olympics at the time, was considered the first sports anime, and 1952's Igiguri kun a judo manga created by Eichi Fukui and published in Bokuno, that's considered the first sports manga. Sports anime is often considered part of the shonen genre, a genre of anime or manga marketed toward young boys from 12 to 18. Shonen literally translates to boy or youth. Sports anime fits neatly into the genre with the opportunities for a mainly male cast due to gendered sports. Furthermore, in Japan, students are more encouraged to join sports clubs than in, say, America. Thus, a group of young men playing sports in a school as the main characters to a target audience of young men. Most likely playing sports in school is efficient marketing, to say the least. Of course, not all sports anime takes place in school, and not all sports anime has a male cast, but... This is just a generalization of the genre. The first sports anime I'm going to be looking at is uh, Slam Dunk. The manga of Slam Dunk was created by Takehiko Inoue, running from October 1990 to June 1996 in Weekly Shonen Jump, and was adapted to anime by Toei Animation, running from October 1990 to June 1996. The manga was considered classics in the genre for its strong characters and grounded and loving portrayal of the sport. Slam Dunk follows first-year delinquent Sakuragi Hanamichi as he enters the world of basketball in pursuit of the girl of his dreams, Haruko Akagi. The basketball team aims to get to the finals to fulfill their captain's dream in his last year of school. The anime, despite its famously realistic portrayal of the sport, still serves as a fantasy to its target audience of young boys. Every male character towers at least six feet, heights only rising as the stakes build despite all being high school students. The manga is objectively written by a man and marketed to men. Relationships between male characters are fraught with violence and competition. One example being the at least three episode long scene of just a fight happening in the gym, just boys knocking each other's teeth out for three episodes straight. Slam Dunk is something I would want to start with because it's aggressively heterosexual. Hanamichi's driving motivation for much of the anime is his obsession with the younger sister of the captain, Haruka Akagi, who supports him through his basketball journey and obsesses over his rival, Rukawa. However, beyond being a sweet, pretty girl and supporter of the basketball team, Haruka is more motivation than fully fleshed-out character in a series known for its strong cast. It's not necessarily bad writing. It wouldn't make sense to focus on a character not on the basketball team in an anime about a basketball team. But the position she's left in as the forever supporter is one that is repeated among many female characters in the male-dominated genre. Hanamichi's obsession with dating Haruko is something that is very sweet at times, but he does go through most of the anime with a somewhat toxic framework of if I win this next fight, if I slam this next dunk, Haruka will fall in love with me obviously, and Rukawa will have to respect me. He seen to sometimes play at masculinity, but his childishness often comes out while other characters achieve being the quote-unquote ideal man. One of the ways that this aspect of his character is shown is in his failures to catch Haruka's attention. The idea of masculinity usually comes with it an expectation of having a woman, patriarchal systems and the like, completing your proper role in society to fulfill gender expectations. Heteronormativity goes hand in hand with this expectation. A relationship between members of the opposite sex are seen as inherently a more natural state of being. Sakuragi literally starts the anime searching out a girlfriend just for the sake of having a girlfriend. Ryota, his friend whose affection for the female manager is parallel to Sakuragi's, similarly asks out at least 50 girls despite being in love with only one, as a sort of replacement for the intimacy he wants to achieve with her. The girls aren't exactly viewed as expendable but rather as recipients of the boys' affection rather than active participants in the relationship. Haruka herself is usually seen as the the beauty-taming-the-beast Sakuragi going from his intense delinquent persona to a smiling boy with flowers around his face. This is all to say that Slam Dunk is an overwhelmingly male-focused show. Engaging relationships are rarely made with one person in a mirror, and yet, here we are. This isn't to say that Slam Dunk's romantic relationships aren't sweet or something that can be entertaining or desirable, but where it fails is very indicative of where a lot of sports animes fail their female characters, and the relationships between the female characters and the male characters. Girl as motivation puts her as an object rather than a person, and girl as goal leaves her character to be defined by the male characters. Now, on the other side of things, the only explicit references to queerness is from Sakuragi. Mitsui and his gang attack the gym, and during the fight, according to the official English subtitles, Sakuragi calls him a she-male, and in some translations, the f It's not like Mitsui did anything to garner these specific insults, not that it would have been any better if he did. The implication of queerness is just taken naturally as an insult. In this moment, all Sakuragi's doing is taking his masculinity into question, masculinity being something you must preserve in this world of basketball and fighting all the time. It all ties back to that patriarchal view that femininity is weak, and reinforces the strict gender roles that define our society. Male homosexuality is often conflated with femininity in general, because homosexual men, like women, like men. So it's seen as feminizing. Male homosexuality has an interesting history in Japan. Relationships between men in early modern Japan are well documented and existed with little stigma. They were accepted, at the very least, as somewhat normal. In the 19th century, though, Western ideals of the heterosexual relationship were eventually introduced, and these ideals prevailed even after the Japanese sodomy laws were lifted in the late 19th century. The casual dismissal of gay characters during the time period where Slam Dunk aired emphasized a part of the culture that rejected queerness. And this was only 30 years ago. Japan has an image of being LGBTQ friendly in global culture, but only in 1994 did the Japanese Society of Psychiatry and Neurology change its official stance on homosexuality from an illness. In 1999, a survey of 5,731 gay and bisexual men found that 83% of them experienced bullying and 60% verbal abuse based on sexual orientation. These scant references to queerness in the anime match with the cultural trends of the time. Gay men were still seen as unnatural and their existence used as insults. The trend of not rocking the boat in terms of sexual minorities in media is not unique to Slam Dunk and is going to be a pattern moving forward. This is somewhat due to the nature of television in that it needs to be funded and played somewhere and to do those things, it needs to be marketable enough that they can give a payout to the people signing the checks. I'm not saying that Takahiko Inoue is deliberately ruining queer people's lives. This is just most likely what boys talked like in the 90s, and this was most likely just a common insult during the time. The media reflects what people were like, but in turn, people reflect the media they consume. These few lines might not have, by itself, perpetuated homophobia, but it would be remiss to assume that it, along with a thousand other little moments in other pieces of media and popular culture, perpetuated the idea that queerness was weird and bad. Of course, during this time, the concept of BL, something we'll talk about later, has already been introduced, so an interest in the show's homoeroticism was most likely present at the time, especially with the obsession that Sakuragi had with Rukawa. The nature of sports anime is usually that there is a rival character. Well, the shonen genre in general expects a rival character a character that's technically on your side but one that you're in competition with sort of as a first level boss on the way to greatness but the trope of the rival usually includes the fact that they're thinking about each other all the time thinking of ways to beat each other and of course that can be misconstrued as homoeroticism but we can talk about that later when that comes up all right i think that'll do for this week Tune in next week to hear about Prince of Tennis and be shounen.